0: I often think about words, and usually I write about the positive effect of words and how to use words uh, uh, in a in a way that makes our and our friends and family's lives better. And in a previous article. I wrote, you know, about the six phrases that sabotage your self-worth. And I emphasize the narrative that our words create our world. Truly words have the power to shape our reality. Language is not just the way to communicate or interpret. Language acts as a call to, or just as importantly, an inhibitor to action. This I got from Shane Parrish language is action the truth this truth is particularly apparent uh, in this profoundly challenging and historic moment for the jewish people here are some words and phrases worthy of being called out due to the level of carelessness and ignorance with which they are being bandied around so yes i usually write about the positive impact of words and today I'm sharing with you the negative impact of words, just as important to keep in mind. Genocide. Before we utter that word with as much consideration as we might lend to expressions amid road rage, let's say, let's please precisely understand what we are saying. All acts of killing do not equate to genocide and when we accuse a nation or a people of this highest form of crime, and sadly I'm seeing this thrown around by people that in a million years I would not have imagined would throw this word around. When we do that we are irrevocably damaging the relationship. Another word is occupy. Do you know enough history to understand what occupying a land or people means. Israel pulled out of Gaza in 2005, and since then, Gaza has been occupied, all right. It's been occupied by Hamas, not Israel. Let's educate ourselves if we speak on behalf of or against people we know nothing about. Colonize is another word. We can't colonize the land that we are indigenous to. Calling the Jews colonizers and Israel a settler colonial state is like calling Native Americans colonizers in the United States. Anti-Semitism. Let's just call this one what it is, Jew hatred. Anti-Semitism sounds like a neatly packaged gift someone unpacks by accident. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be anti-Semitic. It's not what I meant, or maybe a seasonal seasonal flu that can pass with the proper medication. What we are seeing on our campuses and around the world, how we are told to stand down and create space, more space for Hamas to rape, mutilate, and murder more of our people is Jew hatred, plain and simple. Here's one of my favorites, and it's a phrase. It's complicated. Look, sometimes things are complicated, but years of coaching have me believing that more often when we say something is complicated, it's because we don't wanna look at it deeply enough and have to take action. It's complicated is the hall pass for those of us who don't want to risk taking a stand. Because what happened on October 7th and its consequences are not at all complicated. Simply any country in the world that endured such a massacre and had hundreds of its people taken hostage would respond in the same way. We know this to be true because, well, 9-11. From the river to the sea is a call for genocide. A call to wipe out, to murder, to cleanse every Jew that lives in Israel. Not complicated. The next word is proportionality. I had not really even heard much of this one until, of course, this this uh, past month. So I educated myself about this word specifically as it relates to war. War is an unfortunate reality. And as such, there are rules, rules that civilized nations have agreed to uphold during times of war. The key here is civilized, the word civilized, and terrorists are not civilized. When you wake up to your wife being gang raped, your infant child being placed in a lit oven, and your Holocaust survivor parent being taken hostage. How would you respond proportionally? No, I I really, I'm asking that question. I wanna know. The next phrase is, it's relative. Moral relativity is the toxic air our children have breathed for decades. The result is the total moral inversion we're witnessing on our campuses. Our brightest minds, from Harvard to Stanford, don't freaking know right from wrong. They tear down and spit on posters of kidnapped children. They are proudly LGBTQT for Palestine, totally ignorant that Hamas, the official government of Gaza, would hang them if they identified as themselves. Evil is not relative. And ignorance is not an excuse for an abysmally absent, moral compass ceasefire oh yeah i know this this is the thing that existed on october 6. and lastly hashtag never again is now to all of you who are pro hamas and have taken to using this phrase in your social media that is called cultural appropriation and you don't get to do it but hey that's great news it means that one-third of your population was not intentionally murdered, speaking of genocide, in recent times. Yes, words are potent. Use them consciously, and know that in highly delicate moments, your words, if misused, are sticks and stones and they hurt our bones. We are Jews and we will fight for our lives and our children's lives, and your words will either help or hurt us. Please, Choose responsibly.